0: Brain Grub, unfiltered, in-depth discussions to season your life. Psychologically feeding your brain, one bite at a time. Join psychologist Dr. Christine Fair and co-host Kaylee Bowen as they inspire, encourage, and offer usable approaches to impact your life in a positive way. back. Hey. How are you? Doing good. How about yourself?
1: Not too bad. Excellent. Yes. Uh, While we were off air, we were talking about a recent visit to the doctor feeling a little bit blown off. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. Eh, you know, it feel good. yeah, no, it's all good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's not all good if you've been there, but mm-hmm. we've all been there. Yeah, we have. So, but we're not talking about that today. No, we're not. No. So if you <laughs> tuned in last week, we were talking about <laughs> emotional eating, yes. right? So eating your feelings mm-hmm. and we're kind of following suit today and we're going to talk about another area that you might be doing as a way of coping. Yes. Right? Mm -hmm. So something else that you're doing (laughs) to try to manage your feelings Mm -hmm. that um, may cause a problem for you, depending on how and how much you're going about doing this, right? Exactly. So today we're going to talk about spending, like compulsive buying, Mm -hmm. right? So excessive, I don't even want to say compulsive, but I would say compulsive gets you into the place where you feel like we talked about last week, emotional eating, there's a place of you're not hungry, right? Right. You feel the urge, the need to eat. And compulsive spending or compulsive buying, whatever you want to say, is kind of the same thing, right? Mm -hmm. It's that need to do it, right? So everybody shops, right? Everybody does, yeah. And it's not necessarily how much or what we're buying, right? It's not the food, the clothing, the luxury items, et cetera. It is how often we're doing it and the urge mm-hmm. to do it and kind of the the need behind it, if you will, right? right. So um, tell us, Kaylee, because you, again, are kind of our, the stats queen, right? <laughs> Looking into how much are people spending. So, and again, this was kind of shocking because yeah. considering how expensive everything is,
0: people are still yeah, they people are. still buying they're still buying they're so, still spending yeah. so um in 2016 americans spent over 4.8 trillion dollars on retail purchases dang okay so, and that's before covid right and so that means what that's enough to cover the entire surface of the earth in a hundred dollar bills nice
1: okay so just think about that just think about like Where you live, and if the whole floor was covered and $100 bills, how many that would be for you? Right. Okay. And that is in 2016. So we know inflation, um, spending has only increased, right? It's increased. I don't know if you ever, if you got a chance to look at that, if you can look on break, but Mm -hmm. during 2020 and 2021, spending went way up because people were trying to find something to do. Yeah. Right. And even though right now we're in this
0: money, you know, financial crunch people are still spending just as much money. For sure. Okay. Yeah, Um, and 5.8% of Americans are affected by compulsive buying.
1: Jeez. Yeah. Okay, that's a lot. Mm -hmm. So people are shopping. Yeah, People are shopping. So some characteristics. So how do you know, right? Uh, Mm -hmm. So characteristics of knowing, um, you know, when maybe your shopping is going too far. Right. Right. Um, So this is beyond, right, being just, I like to spend money, but this is kind of having an overpowering urge to purchase goods or, and really in spite of the consequences. Right. Right. So some of those characteristics might be kind of a difficulty in resisting a purchase. So if you're the person that throws it in your car and then buys it. Oh, yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Or you just buy unneeded stuff. Or you see them saying on TikTok, you're like, click. Your Google Pay takes care of that. It's gone, right? Mm -hmm. (laughs) If you are spending, even though you have financial difficulties, so let's say you're strapped for cash, but you are just charging away, right? Right. Or you're still ordering food to be delivered, but you don't have the money to pay for that. You don't. Right? You're on. You're hoping that your Apple Pay still keeps letting it go through, even though you know you're in the negative, right? Mm Mm-hmm. So a preoccupation with with shopping for unneeded stuff. So this is not just like I you know I want to go shopping for that dress I'm gonna buy for that date on Friday. It's this kind of just unnecessary need. Like you're scrolling through Amazon just looking for stuff to buy. Right. It's right. just it's not needed things. It's just something you feel the urge to get. And then problems at work or school because of uncontrolled shopping. So are you getting in trouble at work because you're you know, on Amazon, are on, are, right? Are you on your favorite website? Are you on Sheen? Kaylee is laughing <laughs> silently, but... Yeah. Are you shopping on Sheen? No, <laughs> I <I'm> not. <laughs> okay, well, if you are listening to us and you're a Sheen shopper and you're doing it at work... And it's not break time or lunch time. Yeah, or you're in the classroom, right? You're like listening to that lecture, you're like, I'm just shopping away. That could become a problem, right? It could be. So if you're spending too much time researching or shopping for unneeded items, this could be one of those. So these are kind of characteristics, like kind Mm -hmm. of just some things to start keeping an eye on if they are coming, right? Yeah. So many people who compulsively shop do so as a coping mechanism, like I mentioned, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Just like we talked about with emotional eating, it is it is a mask. It's a coping skill. It it really helps to kind of deal with feelings like anxiety, sadness, low self esteem, stress, right? If you feel stressed or overwhelmed. That shiny new watch. Why not? You know, really focus. Mm -hmm. Ah. Mm -hmm. Right? Maybe I'm not I'm not liking how I'm looking, so I'm buying a whole new wardrobe. Right? Right. Maybe it's something even simple. We can tie the two together now. Right. Mm-hmm. So maybe I've been emotionally eating. I don't like mm-hmm. where I feel like my clothes fit. So now I'm going to buy a, a bunch of new things. Mm-hmm. Right. To kind of, but I'm not dealing with the actual feeling. Right. Right. I'm just layering on, on, layering on, putting yeah. the bandaid. That's perfect. So it is only temporary. Right. Just like you said, it's a temporary relief. Mm-hmm. We're, we're band aiding our struggle rather than actually dealing with it. So normal versus compulsive right Mm. so if you're thinking right now like oh my god this is we right there is a difference okay right there's a difference so many people have occasional shopping sprees like so if you're that person who has occasionally gone out and and dropped a bunch of money and then you come home and you're like I have 17 shopping bags Target Target's a good one Target is Costco
0: Costco for sure okay
1: call in right now or text (laughs) us if you are a listener (laughs) and a Costco shopper Right. And you go in and you're just like, I just have to get toilet paper. And you oh come out gosh. with like three hundred dollars worth of stuff.
0: Yeah. I don't think I've ever gone in and spent less than one hundred dollars. No, Target. I feel like Target's no, the same Target's way. Same way.
1: Right. You're never you're not going in for just that, you know, one thing at Target. No. You're like, ooh, yeah. And they suck you in yeah, right, at, right at the gate. Right at the front. They got Starbucks on your left. Oh, man. You grab your coffee. The little, yeah, your coffee. They got the little coffee. Then you use the $5 bins. Yeah. You just start going. You're like, oh, I need this. I need this. Yeah, yeah. And I think that's the perfect word, right? It's not a I need. You didn't need that cute no. spatula with the Easter egg on it. <laughs> you didn't. <laughs> but you bought that thing anyway. Because it was so cute. Right? You bought those little post notes. Right, they're shaped like a pumpkin. Target sucks you in. Ooh, do they really have those? <laughs> I don't know. I haven't seen them, but I think oh. that they would sell again. Yeah. I'd buy them. Oh, I would too. Yeah. Okay. For so sure. again, you know, you know. Target comes out with a post note. Listen up, Target. <laughs> Halloween pumpkin toast post note, and if you can make it smell like pumpkin spice, oh. bonus,
0: <laughs>
1: bonus. Right. Yes. Okay. Just say. All right. So initially right mm-hmm. this week you could honestly think like oh gosh i'm a compulsive shopper but that's not really true right these mm-hmm. are these are kind of normal things we all can relate to Yes. but if this is happening all the time mm-hmm. or even worse now you're starting to hide stuff oh, yeah, not good. right you're hiding the bills you're hiding the clothes mm-hmm. right you're leaving all that stuff in the trunk waiting for nobody to see you, like slowly bring a piece in at a time hoping for no one to notice I know someone that has like a closet, like a hidden closet, really? Yeah, it's not good, that's not good, and they feel bad about it, yeah, right? Just like mm-hmm. the eating, like if you have you know, if you have your snack drawer and everyone knows where it is, that's one thing. If you got a snack drawer that is hiding, hiding out snack drawer, and you're eating in the closet, oh, that's, yeah, that's, that's that's a not hard, good. it's not good, and it's not good because you're doing it, it's not good because the guilt associated with it right you're not in there just enjoying that snickers you're beating Mm -hmm. yourself up while you're doing it the entire time right just same way like if you are sitting on the couch waiting for your spouse to go to bed so you can sneak in those 17 target bags Mm. and hoping he doesn't notice or she doesn't notice that is guilt that's a lot of emotional pain you're going through it can't be good for your
0: body at all yeah Mm. yeah Mm -hmm. so tell us a little bit more here so there's actually four stages of convulsive buying okay so people can now know right so like pen and pencil people pull out pull out the pull out that pumpkin sticky note yes scratch and sniff okay go so uh, number one anticipation so you start having thoughts and urges they start up Mm. um they may focus on a specific item or Mm -hmm. maybe even the act of shopping itself okay um second preparation so Research and decision-making taking takes place at this stage. Um, a person may look into sales or debate about where to go to go shopping. Okay. Three, the actual shopping. So shopping happens. This is the so-called thrill of the hunt. The person gets an actual high while doing it. Hmm. Okay, so it's releasing those endorphins,
1: right? right. It's, it's that feel-good. Yeah. Just like the food we were talking about last time same same it's
0: releasing that serotonin that dopamine boost yeah that good feeling, feeling. all right okay. um and then spending so something or many things are purchased mm-hmm. um the person starts to feel sad that the shopping experience is over and may be disappointed about how much they've actually spent afterwards so buyer's guilt right but mm. i couldn't imagine that all no. the time that would no, be sucks. rough yeah yeah, yeah. so <clears throat> More than 1 in 20 U.S. adults, so about 6%, have a shopping compulsion.
1: Okay. Okay. So this is not just normal shopping spree, Target sucked
0: me in. Right. No. No. Okay.
1: And 6% is not huge. No, but that's not. It's not. But that's still, a
0: you know, yeah. a little more than 5%. Exactly. And, all right. Keep going. Yeah. Um, so it's believed that, the, that this can start happening in late teens or maybe early 20s. Okay. And rarely begins after the age of 30.
1: Okay. So if you've made it to 30... You're not a <laughs> compulsive spender. You probably are okay. Yes, this makes total sense, though, because think about like in your, you know, when you're, um, in your teens, you know, childhood, teens, early, early adulthood, you're you're trying to figure out your budget, like how right. do you, you know, and those things. A lot of people get themselves into trouble because Mm -hmm. they don't know how to budget, right? Right. The first time they've got a credit card. First time they got a mortgage payment or bills Mm -hmm. to pay. Okay.
0: Yeah, and they don't have parents like telling them what they can, can't do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that makes sense. Yeah, it does. Okay. Yeah. Um, So research also suggests that women are more likely to um, compulsive shop than men.
1: Okay, again, same, same. Just like last week, when we were talking about Mm -hmm. the compulsive eating, right? So emotional eating It was also higher for women. Right. I wonder if uh, we dig into this more because I'm really wondering if part of it has to do with just how women cope and not to stereotype, but like do more women cope in these ways because they're the people that shop for the house Mm -hmm. and buy the groceries. And is this kind of how women tend to, I guess, cope
0: where men cope in different ways they're golfing they're going to the bar whatever right Right. i don't know or also it could also mean that simply maybe women are more likely to recognize it and
1: seek treatment okay so men are just saying like i'm a baller Mm -hmm. i'm just buying Mm -hmm. okay yeah all right no that's good okay so when we come back we're gonna see if you are at risk for a compulsive buying problem and we're gonna dig more into what are those symptoms of compulsive spending and shopping Mm -hmm. as well as how it might be impacting you all right so stay tuned right after this break so before the break we were talking about compulsive shopping and i honestly do still think and if you agree you should call target you should yeah i want to see those pumpkin shaped oh. sticky notes that smell like pumpkin spice and if if you don't if you are an etsy person you got your own shop do it yes do it up because i feel like lots of people buy those yeah yeah yeah, yeah like kitty said too. we just made somebody a lot of money yeah sorry it's not patented so it's all you oh uh, yep oh my god you could do that on your cricket oh probably
0: i don't know about that'd how to be make hard no pads though
1: You just have to like a sticky back, but I don't know how you make it so it doesn't like stick Stick, hard. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. well call us. Let us know if you want to collaborate. Collaborate. Make a sticky note. (laughs) Sell it to Target. If you can infuse paper with the pumpkin spice smell, we're up for it. Yeah. Let us know. You do Paris Bread Market. Ooh. I know. Just got you. I got you. Okay, so, <laughs> All right, so back to compulsive <laughs> shopping. All right, so are you at risk? Yes. All right, so let's see. How do you know, right? If you agree with most of these statements below, right? This is a little survey. Mm-hmm. you might have an actual problem with compulsive shopping, okay? not just i'm a I'm a spree, I like to spend money, but an actual. This could be getting in your way. Yes. Okay. So if you have money left in your paycheck and you feel like you must spend it, right? Give yourself a little check mark. Write these down. Mm -hmm. Okay. Other people would judge you if they knew how much you spent. So let's say you buy like that water bottle Mm -hmm. and you liked it. So it was $47. You did it. Yeah. And then someone else was like, dang girl, that was like a $7 water bottle at Walmart. (laughs) So, right? Or let's yes. say you come back from purchase from Target, people are like, how much did you spend? You're like, $30. It was really like $375, right?
0: Right.
1: Maybe. Okay. So that would be judgy. Yeah. Okay. So, again, okay. if that's you, check mark. Mm-hmm. Okay. You buy things that you cannot afford. Do you do this? If so, check mark. Yep. Okay. You have overdrawn your bank account buying things that you did not need. So you knew you had $7, but then you still bought Starbucks, McDonald's, and then you ordered it to be delivered. Check mark. Yep. Okay. Okay. Buying things makes you feel better. Okay. That might be everybody, but I'm yeah. okay, just throw, check that mark, check mark that mm-hmm. out. I wonder if it's you. You feel anxious on most days that you don't go shopping. Hmm. So when you're shopping, you feel good and relaxed. But when you're not shopping, you feel stressed, anxious, worried about it. And then last one, you pay the bare minimum on your credit cards or maybe even you don't. You kind of do like the Russian roulette of credit cards where like this month you pay the minimum and then you, right, you don't pay that one. Next time you pay the other one, you don't pay that one right you get a loan you pay off one thing and then you're in debt for the other oh thing no if you, and this happens a lot so if this is you um, now, and if you checked most of these so count up your check marks mm-hmm. right there's a total 7 so i would say if you check most of them like 4 or 5 out of 7 we're going to talk to you more about what you can do right and Great. how what what help you can get but um, let's go into talking kaylee tell us more about the symptoms okay so those are just like eh, if you're feeling like oh gosh this might be me
0: talk about let's talk about the symptoms right so um <clears throat> if you start accumulating maybe a large amount of consumer debt okay. that can be a symptom okay um if you keep making resolutions to stop but you Continue to spend. Mm, okay. Mm-hmm. If you're hiding purchases from loved ones. Okay. Um, if you're more excited about buying the item than actually owning it, mm. and then you feel a letdown of or a sense of shame after you purchase it. Okay. Okay. That's also a symptom. <laughs> um, not using everything you purchase. Buying a large number of things you do not need. Hmm.
1: Um, like, why did you buy those seven thousand toilet paper holders?
0: Well, I might need I them know. Yeah, might be making them. You know, building to- a big house or something. <laughs> <that needs them. laughs> um experience relationship problems due to your spending so that would mean like financial issues and yeah or it could even be like again you now you know maybe you
1: guys don't have finances but you're spending more time shopping and buying stuff than you are with your partner or right you are you're just scrolling away on Mm -hmm. amazon when you're next when you're next to the person they're like come on man just you just spent a whole bunch of money
0: yesterday right yes Um, you feel ashamed of your spending, Mm. um, you feel agitated or maybe excited while you're shopping. Okay. Um, and maybe you feel like the next big purchase is the one that is really going to improve your life.
1: Okay. And then it doesn't. So, this,
0: I mean, this reminds me a
1: little bit of like gambling too, right? So this Mm -hmm. is a, again, or eating, you feel like that burger is going to help you feel better and it does for a minute
0: and then it doesn't and then it didn't taste that good and right you're like,
1: man. and then you still and then you feel bad about it because right. you ate it blah 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 exactly down the rabbit hole we go right yes. it can also impact your life right we've mm-hmm. talked to you already mentioned it could really impact your relationships right but mm-hmm. actually it can it can even if you have enough money for and you say like maybe you can fund endless purchases yes. it still can really impact you it's not just because you are buying things that are breaking the bank, right? Right. You could be just spending money on a whole bunch of like dollar store items or Mm -hmm. really inexpensive items, and you have plenty of money without going into debt. However, it can cause big problems in your life, right? Mm -hmm. For instance, it could really nurture that feeling of guilt and shame. And we keep repeating this because I will tell you, and I tell most people that I work with, I don't really care what you do, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, we all have coping skills, good, bad, and different, right? right. However, the, the piece that tends to really mess with us is the guilt and shame, the self-loathing that mm-hmm. comes along with them, mm-hmm. right? It's, it's the how much are you really beating yourself up about it? Right, right. Because again, what's the harm if you buy stuff that is not breaking your bank? Maybe not much, right? Right. But if you are really beating yourself up about it and it's impacting your well being, it's a problem. Yeah. Right. So un. undermining your relationship sorry my brain didn't want to make that word undermine right so if you're undermining relationships so again we talked a little bit before like if you are now caught lying of how much you spent on things or you're spending you know too much time buying stuff or hiding items you know you're you're someone's like did you just buy that and you're like no i've had that for six months and then he finds like the receipt in the trash right and then you're like uh no that's a different receipt right you kind of get stuck in this really bad place so if you're removing the time used from relationships that's also a big barrier right and um, honestly again accumulating more possessions could lead to a hoarding situation Mm -hmm. and again I know this is extreme we're talking about this right but if if you are just continuously buying things like eventually you're going to run out of space yeah it has to have a place to go
0: right it's it, ca- it has to. Yeah, it doesn't matter what you buy, food, clothes. No, it items. doesn't.
1: Right. It's. I mean, you you mentioned like uh, sauces, right? Like, <laughs> um. So if you if you're love if you're a love of the sauces, right, and you're buying things to you know dip your chicken in or whatever, and then you're not using them up eventually. They expire. Expire. They. You just you know run out of space to put yeah. them, and then if you're shoving them all into your cabinet. You don't even know they're in there. No. You're like, is there a teriyaki back there? I didn't even know you existed. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah, expired in 2019. <laughs> oh damn it, is going in the trash, right? Right. So, I mean, it can just cause a lot of problems. So <laughs> what, besides what it can do to damage relationships and your finances, et cetera, what might be some reasons that people um, get into
0: compulsive shopping, Like, Where does this come from? Again, you know, what's the driver? Right. So. Like many other addictions, it's a way of coping with stress, pain, trauma, and other negative emotions. Okay. So people who tend to engage in compulsive spending respond to negative emotions by spending money.
1: Mm-hmm. So if you feel grief, maybe right. you, I'm like, I don't want to feel grief, so I'm going to... Go buy some stuff. Exactly. Okay.
0: And after they make the purchase, they might feel guilty, like we've talked about, or maybe even disappointed, mm. leading to even more negative emotions okay. and even more spending. Like you said, it's a vicious cycle. Um, so anyone can become a compulsive spender. Some risk factors include maybe a history of mental Ill- illness, Okay. particularly disorders involving impulse discontrol. Okay.
1: Yeah. So if you can't, meaning like you just can't stop yourself, right? Right. Again, we see this. Uh, we all have times where we can't stop ourselves. Right? Like, can you just eat one chip? Right. No. I mean, you can. Well, yeah, but do you really? But want no. To <laughs> <laughs>
0: right. So yes. again, that
1: would that would be that dysregulated impulse control. Right. right. You just you can't stop yourself.
0: Yeah. Um, maybe if there's a family history of substance abuse or compulsive buying. Okay. Or being heavily invested in consumer culture. Okay.
1: Yeah. So again, if you feel like you got to keep up with the Joneses, Mm -hmm. if you will, right? And you're like, I got to buy that bag because everyone's got it. You, this could get into a really vicious cycle.
0: Yeah, it could. Mm.
1: Okay. So when we come back, we're going to talk about uh, because we did mention hoarding. Mm -hmm. We want to really make sure you understand what the difference is between hoarding behaviors and compulsive shopping behaviors or spending behaviors. And then, of course, again, we will never leave you without what do I do about this right always working towards the balance so stay tuned when we come right back we're going to talk about hoarding some other mental illnesses that might look like or have some impact that contribute to compulsive spending and then what can we do about it all right stay tuned right after this break All right, so we're
0: back. Welcome to Brain
1: Crop. <laughs> we feed your brain. All right, so uh, compulsive shopping. Yes. right? we're talking about that today. And uh, before the break, we were talking about what are the characteristics, what you know, what what the symptoms may be, what's getting into trouble, and um, and we did mention hoarding. So I just want to spend a little time giving you some differences between um, actual just compulsive buying versus hoarding, and a lot mm-hmm. of it has to do with. Um, Kind of the motivation, the focus, the attention behind it, right? The differences. Right. So, if you are compulsive buying, um, if I was compulsive buying, the process of shopping is the the driver, right? right. It's the focus, right? It's bu- it's buying stuff. It's it's I gotta I gotta look, I gotta find it, like you, Kelly said. Mm-hmm. I gotta pick the right store, right? It's the it's the thrill of the hunt to get mm-hmm. that you know target five dollar item before
0: anyone else whatever tell us what it is for hoarding so it would be the item being acquired so the actual like item
1: okay so it is that sticky note at target yes okay
0: all right okay and compulsive shopping it
1: it's really to elevate uh, social status or alleviate uh, negative symptoms, right? So the goal for me, if I am compulsive shopping, is the motivation is for me to feel
0: better or to elevate my status. Right. What is it for compuls- uh, for hoarding? So it's to collect items that have sentimental value or perceived usefulness.
1: Okay. So again, if you know someone who has a hoarding condition, right? This is very um, difficult because they might be buying unused or, or like holding on to unuseful items, collecting them, purchasing them. And they don't have a lot of use, but mm-hmm. they still have a, b- a lot of meaning. Right? right. OK. All right. Again, compulsive buying. There's um, the attachment is basically little turn on. Like I don't have any attachment to those earrings I just bought. I just liked them.
0: And because your TikTok person had them. So. Yeah. 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 I needed them. You did. OK. Yep. But for hoarding there would be a strong emotional connection to the items okay
1: so I need that Tupperware lid yes all the Tupperware lids okay I may and I we've talked about this before right Right. so some people collect excuse me like magazines or newspapers and they have a very difficult time letting go of them because they feel like they may miss out on something or they plan to read them right Mm -hmm. but unfortunately they start getting in their way yes okay so a visibility right so the purchased items are either flaunted or hidden so if i'm compulsive shopping i'm, I'm either like showing you showing off all my new stuff mm-hmm. or i'm hiding it because i don't want anybody to know about it
0: Well, with hoarding, items are accumulated to the point where the functionality of a person's home is compromised.
1: Okay, so you can't get down the hall or you um, can't get in your bedroom or whatever. You don't want people over to your house because there's no place to sit. Okay, Mm -hmm. And then lastly, um, again, you've mentioned this before, but um, with compulsive shopping, it is actually more common among women. Mm -hmm. What about for hoarding? It's actually more common among men. Okay. So... Those are things to kind of think about, right, Right. allowing the lines. If you are listening to us today and you're like, I don't know, like, what, you know, these are just some things to think about, right? Mm -hmm. If you checked off a bunch of those items of potential uh, issues with compulsive spending and now you're like, I also collect all those things. I haven't gotten one, given one T-shirt away, right, since I was 12 or something. Right that may be something that's starting to get in your way mm-hmm. right? and looking into a more difficult issue. So how do we treat this, right? So what are we doing? Again, the, the goal of our podcast is really to address psychological issues, just kind of things that are getting in our way day to day and then how do we bring them back to a more balanced place in our exactly. life, right? Mm-hmm. We're always looking for wellness, homeostasis, always. right? So mm-hmm. feeding your brain is about giving you knowledge, and then strategies and skills to help bring you to a better place All right, so some things you can do you can get treatment (laughs) and uh, what I mean by that is that you can do treatment in a variety of ways you can go to a therapist Mm -hmm. right and do um, cognitive behavioral therapy you can um, seek out a a doctor and discuss kind of medications that could be useful for treating your underlying illness right so that can compulsive things
0: mm-hmm. what kind of medicine would they give somebody so ask- a lot
1: of times they treat them with ssri so okay. um kind of an antidepressant right selective serotonin reuptake inhibitor that's what ssri stands for okay um but again especially if it's a compulsion sometimes it, if it comes they may look at it To treat it similar to like OCD, um, kind of like one half of the right Right, of the OCD. So they're looking at kind of taking that impulse like control down. Okay, does that make sense? Or Mm -hmm. or really up? I guess right. We want you to have more impulse control instead of less. Right. All right, so um, you can go to support groups. There actually is, you know, um, AA groups for everything. So there's mm-hmm. Eating Anonymous, Shoppers Anonymous, Alcohol Anonymous, so Gamblers Anonymous. This, so this could be another one. There are um, group therapies you can do. And then, um, Kelly, you mentioned that there was, like, some self-help books and things that you had, had looked at as well, right? So just self-help books you can go check out Yes. or any kind of – you can even just track,
0: right? So tell us a little bit about – how to take control of the spending. Yes, so... you want to keep track of your spending to see if you notice patterns. Maybe have a spending journal. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. So, again, journal it up. Yes. Okay. What else? Uh, maybe set a budget for how much you can spend on shopping. So okay. Maybe weekly limits or monthly limits. Okay. And maybe use cash for purchases instead of using your credit card. So, when there's no more cash, you can't buy anything else. Okay. I think that's a really good one
1: because a lot of times, I mean, I think this is true, too. When you're using your debit card or your credit card, it and I do this with Amazon. Like I don't even really pay attention all the time of like what the total is oh, yeah. for the bill because I'm like, Boop, done, right exactly. If I buy it on my phone, I, a lot of times I'll be one hundred percent honest. I do not have like full hundred percent awareness of what I just spent. And yeah. then I get that credit card bill, and I'm like, "Oh damn, yeah, that added up." Right. Okay. So yes. I love the cash idea. Cash. Pretty yes. hard to do on Amazon. Mm-hmm. Um, stick to a list. Okay. Oh no, <laughs> Target is hating us right now, now and so are. is Costco.
0: Mm-hmm. When you must go into store, make a list of what you need before you go. Okay. And challenge yourself to stick to the list. Stick to the list. Yeah. So this is what I try to do with grocery shopping, so okay. I'm not just randomly buying stuff. So okay. It seems to does help. it work? Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, Do your best to avoid the urge to shop for unnecessary items before bills are due or immediately after getting paid.
1: Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. So take control if you can. Yes.
0: Enlist um, a friend. So if sticking to your shopping list and only buying what you need feels totally impossible, um, try enlisting someone like a supportive friend to help you at the store.
1: Okay. So go with the person yes. so they can be like, no, put that down. Right. Close your eyes yeah it helps walk past the five dollar bin exactly don't do it don't do it don't do it
0: okay (laughs) Holds you accountable for sure all right yeah um when you have money that's burning a hole in your wallet maybe transfer it to a savings account or use it to maybe pay off one of your credit card balances. Ah, okay, good. Yeah.
1: So and I love that, you know, transferring it away so then you don't see it. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You can also set this up with your paycheck, right? You can have mm-hmm. you can actually set up your paycheck oftentimes to have multiple accounts okay. where you can have so much of your paycheck go into your savings and you just never see it. And trust me, you will most likely forget about it mm-hmm. and then let that just money grow. It could be
0: a small amount. 10 dollars yeah. a week. Yeah.
1: That will that do. will
0: add up. It will, for sure. Yeah. Maybe develop some new hobbies. Okay. Most people who compulsively shop turn to shopping when they're bored or stressed. But if you use um, shopping as stress reliever or maybe even a form of entertainment, try to find something healthier like yoga, meditation. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Some kind of other. Yeah. Something else to occupy your time rather than spending money exactly okay yeah and if you can't find the urge to shop completely maybe maybe channel it productively by necessities like cleaning supplies or toiletries instead of clothing electronics or maybe and other luxury items
1: i also thought about this like if your hobby uh we were talking about this right if you like (laughs) it uh if one of your hobbies is kind of like picking or garage sale shopping and then you kind of refurbish resell yeah. Right through the marketplace, that could be, I guess, a way to channel some of that spending. For sure. Right? So, because again, then the money is kind of circular. You're not just compulsively spending and, you know, I guess right. collecting, right? Exactly. You're, you spend, fix it up,
0: sell it. Yes. Yeah, especially since you have no attachment to it, there's no reason to hold on to it. Yeah.
1: So mm-hmm. that might be a, a good thing to think about, yeah. especially because the marketplace is so easy now, right? Yeah, exactly. And again, if you need help with these things um you know there are lots of groups there's even even if you don't want to sell them and you want to just give things away there's there are facebook groups that just are for giving they're giving communities where you know you're not selling anything you're just saying like hey i have these 75 (laughs) (laughs) t-shirts and there may be someone who wants to make like a t-shirt quilt or something like that right Hmm. okay so for the loved ones right so Mm -hmm. for people who we care about who are struggling with compulsive shopping you may know one right it might not be you it might be your mom your sister your friend your husband your coworker, right mm-hmm. um you may not know how to approach them that unhealthy shopping habit may be causing a great deal of stress and turmoil and if you're in a relationship th- with them it may also be causing some financial strain mm-hmm. right yeah. like if you're may, maybe your mom is a compulsive shopper and then she doesn't have money to cover her bills, right? Right. So you're always having to help her out or something. So you might even be, they may be hitting you up for loans or things like that. And that Mm. can really lead to feeling frustrated, angry, or maybe even really sad for them. Yeah. So if this is important, you really want to find a way to discuss this with your loved one. And you might broach the topic from a sensitive approach, meaning, you know, just kind of noticing, right? So (laughs) noticing, I've noticed, is a lot less judging than like you're spending way too much right right so it could be just like i'm noticing that this is happening Mm -hmm. how you you know what do you think about this or seems like you've been spending a lot I'm, i'm wondering if you're having some other feelings right right um and again just you can consult with a therapist about how to deal with this or um You know, if you are religious, talking to your religious spiritual leader. Um, But again, if you want to be able to just kind of approach it in a way to say, like, I care. Mm -hmm. And if this is a if this is something that's causing you problems, right, or this is you're overspending, we want to help. Yes. And then you can be that trusted friend or trusted loved one, sister, mom, whatever. Mm -hmm. That could be the help to try try to move you, move the person, you know, more in a healthier direction. Okay, And last but not least, again, reach out to services. Right. So therapists are great. Reach out to them, right? You can reach out to a therapist. There's tons of, I mean, I know probably the most thing people will say right now is like, I can't get in to see one because they're so busy. But Mm -hmm. there are Mm -hmm. online forums, right? You can get into, um, check with your clinics. You can call your insurance company. They can tell you or help you get connected to a provider. And, you know, look at groups online. There's You're not alone. There are so much available. You just have to be able to reach out.
0: Yes. All right.
1: So... We want to thank you very much for listening to us today. Yes, thanks everyone. If you're coming out to Swamp Fest, come see us. We'll oh, be yes. there on Saturday. We will be. Come join us. Woo-hoo. Swamp Fest, right? Um, if you have no idea what you're talking about because you're in Argentina, sorry, you'll miss it. But sorry. Maybe we'll post some pics up oh, about. Be nice. We'll post yeah. some pics um, from Swamp Fest. You mm-hmm. can check us out. Yes. All right. Thank you very much. Thank we you. will see you next week. Have a good week. Bye. Bye.